Welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It is Monday, November 21st, and I'm Amanda Harris, joined by Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending November 18th, 2022. And thank you to McGlinchey for sponsoring this episode. In general auto news, Carvana cut 1,500 jobs last week, which accounted for 8% of the company's workforce, as the used car market is continuing to slow down. Chief Executive Officer Ernest Garcia told staff that the layoffs were part of a broader effort to reduce costs. Along with the cuts, Carvana will be closing some of its locations. Capital One also started layoffs last week in its auto division. It was not disclosed how many employees were laid off, but it was a small portion of the 3,300 associates who work in the lender's auto division. The lender's auto originations fell 24.8% year-over-year and 19.7% sequentially in the third quarter as a result of an intentional pullback on auto lending in the second quarter. Capital One's affected employees were given eight weeks notice and will be able to apply for open positions within the larger bank. Team members not hired into internal roles will also be available for 16 weeks of severance pay, and the bank will provide six months of medical insurance, retraining assistance, and outplacement services the spokesperson told us. In auto finance, six major automotive retailers tallied year-over-year increases in finance and insurance revenue in the third quarter amid strong penetration rates and high average vehicle prices. Asbury Automotive recorded the largest year-over-year jump of 99%, while Sonic Automotive recorded the smallest increase of 1%. When looking at new vehicle sales, the results were almost all positive across the board as AutoNation was the only retailer to record a year-over-year decrease in sales at 4.7%. Asbury recorded the largest year-over-year increase at 47% year-over-year. Additionally, new vehicle inventory was up year-over-year at all six retailers while used supply was mixed. Turning to electric vehicle financing news, EV lender startup Tenant secured a $10 million revolving warehouse facility with New York Green Bank uh, in a plan to increase their origination volume and expand into vehicle charging financing. The facility can be increased by an additional $15 million in capital, depending on Tenant's success. The new facility follows the lender's October $20 million line of credit with Silicon Valley Bank. Meanwhile, Power Sports lender Octane announced last week it is now expanding into EV financing through a partnership with electric motorcycle manufacturer Upco. This latest expansion follows the lender launching tractor, trailer, and recreational vehicle financing in the past year. Octane's rapid growth also helped them surpass $1 billion in originations for the year back in October. Riley, you also covered a couple of things this week, uh, average transaction prices, we have some trends there, and some news on repossessions from Used Car Week in San Diego last week. Can you touch on some of those? Yeah, so starting with average transaction prices, they rose in October following a decrease in September. Um, this new rise in October, um, it was a 0.2% increase sequentially and a 3.8% uh, increase year over year and it inched up towards the record high that was set in August. Um, In August, the record high was set at $48,301, and then this October number came in just $20 behind that number. So it it crept back up towards that record high, and so we're not really seeing much of a change in average transaction prices, despite them dropping a little bit last month, and um, 
as we thought we saw demand decreasing, we thought we'd see lower transaction prices um, as OEMs are trying to get uh, consumers into their vehicles, but clearly that's not the case at the moment. Um, and so conversely, used vehicle values dropped in October, according to the Mannheim Used Vehicle Index. So that means that new, new vehicle consumers are still willing to pay these high transaction prices while um, consumers looking at the used market, demand's falling off in the used market because consumers in that tier are lower credit tier, they don't want to pay as much. So that's why we see values drop in the used market, but haven't seen it yet in the new. Um, and then over to the repossession agencies, um, while I was at Used Car Week um, in San Diego, they had a track on repossession agencies. So they had a lot of sessions with uh, forwarders, repo agents, um collection people from lenders talk on the stage and one of the biggest things that i heard was that repossession um agencies there's a um 30 percent of repo agencies shut down nationally due to unprofitability um they didn't give a timeline of when this 30 percent is compared to um by using context I believe they were talking about compared to um, before the pandemic. Um, and it's also expected that there is 13% fewer licensed repossession companies and 22% fewer agents picking up vehicles in California. Um, so as we see delinquencies starting to rise and the potential for more repossessed vehicles, as we have these macroeconomic concerns here, one of the biggest concerns in repossession is that there won't be enough agents to pick up those vehicles. And if there aren't agents to pick up the vehicles, then lenders are stuck in limbo, not knowing where their assets at or not being able to get it recovered. So it'll be interesting to see over the next few months as all these, if we see the expected increase come in, how repossession agents will be able to um, react to that as we go into 2023. Um, and then looking ahead to what our coverage will be after the holiday, we are going to go to press for our um, December issue of the magazine. And we will be uh, focusing on our executive of the year and executives to watch for 2023. Great, that's a fun feature. So we're excited to, to announce who, who those uh, executives are and nice profile pieces on all of them. So make sure you check out the December issue that's coming and a great recap there from last week and I hope everyone has a great holiday week this week um, but that about does it for today's episode thank you for joining us on the roadmap uh, please be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn and we will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time <laughs>